the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme, again, is general trivia. Patty, let's get right into it. What is going on with real estate? Is it buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? Is it a buyer-seller's market? Really good question, and that's what everyone's confused about based on their behavior, meaning that we are in a neutral market. It's a balanced market. Um, Overall in the Bay Area, year over year, prices are down about 2%, and volume is down about 2%. Days are staying, days. Properties are staying on the market slightly more days. The 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 relationship between list price and asking price is getting a little bit lower. Well, I was going to say, mm-hmm. are, 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 staying on market usually would mean the prices would start coming down from the list yes. price. Slightly more right. inventory, but, but not a glut. Not but that's glut. what happens okay. in a buyer's mm-hmm. market. We're in a neutral market. Mm. And I mean, a neutral market is technically defined as where the percentage of homes in contract is anywhere between 25 and 35%. Of the available listings? Yeah. Okay. So take 100 listings, which you can't find in any market, right. but take 100 listings. And if 25 to 35 of them are in escrow, it's a a, a market. neutral market. Oh, neutral. Okay. If more than 35 of them are in escrow, it's a seller's, seller's market. market. So yeah. in some some cases, we could look at 100 listings and see like 60 of them pending right. or more in the last five, six years. Um, in, in the really deep, deep buyer's market, 08 to 12, anything under 25% in escrow, and you know we'd have a hundred properties, and you know eighteen are pending or mm-hmm. twelve. So that's it's a true neutral market. But whenever it shifts from a from a seller's market to a buyer's, you're going to get more neutral. And, and you know prices are down two percent. Have they fallen down ten percent? No. Yeah. Are they going to fall to down ten percent next year? No. Yeah, you know, quick, quick question for you on that. In a buyer's market. Do you get a situation where the buyer's agent tries to negotiate a higher commission split? Not really. Not really? Because in uh, uh, the in the Silicon Valley for renting, what was happening is in the in the old days it used to be just a, a straight split between the two brokers. Oh, yes. But in a in a, uh, in a glut mm-hmm. where basically you call it a buyer's or a tenant's market, right. the 
they call them the procuring broker, the one bringing the buyer or the renter in this case, was asking for a f- the full commission. Really? Oh, come yeah. on. So, so instead of it being 6%, they're saying, you know, 6 to split 3 and 3. Yeah. The proc- and I think it's still that way. The procuring broker says, no, 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 I get the whole 6%. And then the selling one, you know, the listing one gets, you know, uh, their own 3%. Yeah. Well, that stuff happens, that like, in any market in commercial. It's so dicey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this one, like, you know, you've got the two brokers and then you've got like four other people involved that are getting a piece of it and referral fees and all that well when that happens that's but 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 a lot of times it's just straight one-on-one because i remember what was going on in 2004 it was like a ghost town and Mm -hmm. what what ended up happening was you know you'd have 100 buildings available and so you know how do you attract the broker to bring his tenant to your building Donuts. Exactly. Yes. Donuts. <laughs> More than donuts. I had to do You're a not full trying to attract the police. <laughs> I, know, I, I had to do I had to do this fantastic spread of food and I had to give away two iPads. And back then iPads wow. were like a thousand dollars a piece just to get brokers to come and look at the building. My wow. sheesh. Yeah. But guess what? I mean it's kind of like food at brokers open houses. Um, I don't do it. And really mm-hmm. good agents generally don't do it because basically I'm not interested in agents to show up that don't have buyers, but they they're so like scarce poor that they have to come and get lunch. But don't you still kind of cast a wide net? Yeah, though? wide net. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Are they bringing Tupperware? Okay. Get food to go. (laughs) Like I have never gone to see a property because they had or had not had food. Yeah, but you're you're an elite agent. Yeah, that's true. You're not you're not a a beginner looky loo, as they say. You bring your own food. (laughs) 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 Exactly. So I have a question. So days on market is another indicator of whether or not it's a buyer's or seller. So at the height, when you were saying, let's say, sixty percent of the inventory is in escrow at any given time. What's the days on market on average in that? And well, in, it, it in includes when when the, when we track it, it includes the contingency period, which mm-hmm. by default in the contract is seventeen days. But a lot of people are doing zero days. Right. So when we factor all of that in, it's probably about seven to ten days. Wow. Before seven to ten days. Yeah. yeah. On average, mm-hmm. so that's taking into account that even in a seller's market, you've got overpriced. Right. So. Basically, how do we know where we are? This is when I walked in the door today um, having two strong deals fall apart. Mm -hmm. And it is because buyers are behaving like it's a buyer's market. It is not. Sellers are behaving like it is a seller's market. It is not. And we're going we're gonna to get into that in the next uh, segment. Right. I want you to explain what that really means. Right. Okay. Uh, we're going to cut to the first commercial break. A uh, quick uh, mention here for Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Uh, you've heard the phrase pizza the way it ought to be. Well, they put on their famous pepperoni large pizza 100 pieces of pepperoni. Oh, stop. I love pepperoni. Oh I love pepperoni. The dough is shredded. Uh, the dough, our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. I like that. Mm. Uh, enjoy your pizza the way it ought to be. Call 415-454-4300. That's a good uh, uh, phone number. That's Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. All right. Uh, first trivia question is, the point on land closest to the North Pole begins to what nation? The first three callers with the correct answer are going to win that tanning certificate. Call 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW.
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host. I have to take a big breath there. <gasps> Along with Nam, Fawn, and Patty Cohen. First trivia question was the point on land closest to the North Pole belongs to what nation? Norway. No? Greenland? Russia? Uh, uh, yeah, I would have thought it had been Russia, but uh, Denmark. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, thought that was I didn't have time to Google. I couldn't get onto nope. your wireless network here. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why'd you, I, you I, named I, it? I love donuts. When did you change yeah. your wireless network? <laughs> That's right. You, you, you know what it is. <laughs> All right. So, uh, also here, want to make a quick mention for Sonoma Canopy Tours. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, zip lined through uh, California coastal redwoods. But, wow. Uh, check out Sonoma Canopy Tours. Uh, your zip line adventure starts there. They are, um, if you're scared of heights, I challenge you to do this because it's fantastic. It's in Occidental. Wow. And yeah. uh, it's beautiful country up there. Check them out at SonomaCanopyTours.com. Um Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I saw them zipping over. We, um, My daughter had a... Uh, a school event there. Oh, and yeah. And they camped out at the Redwood Alliance or yes, Alliance exactly. of Redwoods. And, and you could see them zipping over and you hear this. this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like looking like, wow, they're really high up. Yeah, exactly. It's, so I've done that and it's just scary to, like until you jump and then it's cool. Yeah. But that, but before that jump, oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, do they? I'm trying to think if they zip line and then you jump off of it or because I actually haven't done this one. I don't know. I don't know if it's zip. You have to ask her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's see. So, Patty, continue on. You were saying before the break about buyers are behaving like it's a buyer's market. What does that mean? Well, you know, some are making really low offers. Um, It's not a buyer's market. It's a neutral market. But there's a lot more fear. Um, There's a lot more transactions that are falling apart because, you know, they don't want to get stuck. Um, but it, but we're not there. Like, for example, in Marin County, how do we know it's not a buyer's market? In Marin County, close to 50% of the transactions are still going over asking. Really? Hmm. We're just it not... been priced right yes, now. Yes. Yeah. But we're not getting like six or seven offers. We're getting maybe two or three. Okay. Now, at the same time, we're, you know, the other close to 50% mm-hmm. are going under asking. And sometimes it's, you know, four and 5% under asking Ooh. after a couple of price reductions. Oh, wow. interesting. Okay. So if sellers or, you know, sellers price their houses at kitchen at their kitchen table yeah. and they heard like Joe down the street got this. And if you price at that same rate of velocity yeah. that it was going at, you're going to go higher. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the market has a little surprise for you because it went down 2% year over year. Not Nothing big, yeah. but right. down two is down two, not up you know, 10 plus two. I made right, that right. mistake uh, selling my old house back in 2006. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, a situation where the, the house up the street wasn't as nice, mm-hmm. but the mistake that I made was the fact that it we were on a on the corner busy street, mm-hmm. and they were up up the way a little bit. And I thought, oh, gosh, they, I mean, they got an offer like in three days, which back then you didn't get offers that quickly. Right. Yeah, and they backed up to a to a, a nursery school or something where you know kids yeah. make noise and stuff. But yeah, anyway. so it sat on the market for a while. Is that what happened? Uh, the it, the the I priced it too high. Ah, yeah. and it. I just mm-hmm. dropped and dropped. 
That's what happens. And mm. then there's buyer suspicion, like what's wrong with that house? Yeah. Right. What's wrong with this market? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a buyer's market. So when they start seeing that, but at the same time, there's buyer confusion because you see things go, you know, 4% over asking. Right. Well, also with interest rates dropping again, I think, wouldn't that tend to make buyers go, well, I'm not in a big rush. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And then, and then, like, what does it mean when we say that sellers are behaving like it's a seller's market? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. this is when it starts falling apart. So it was just a, let's say it's a grind to get into escrow because of these two attitudes. Right. But yeah. then when things come up on inspections in the last five or six years, you had reports up front or you had, right. yeah. um, everything was known up front. So there was no negotiation. Now buyers are going, I want 50000 off the price. And sellers are like, you, you know, I already like a blood on the floor from <laughs> getting into escrow. Yeah. Right. Um, so they walk. Buyers mm-hmm. will walk, or both of them. Or it's like a game of chicken. Both are like, "Oh, they're not going to walk. They love the house. Yeah. I'm not buying this house. Uh, uh-huh, they're going to yeah. give me some money." And so things are falling apart left and right. Yeah. Uh, do you, and then do they go back into escrow with it, or, or once it's gone, it's gone? Um, you know, well, you, then there's a stigma, and what happened? And then you have all these reports that you have to show. But I mean, I mean the yeah. same oh. the same buyer going back and going, "Okay, well, how about this?" You know, after usually the when they walk, because I mean, it's it's, it's just like they, mostly they're, they're done yeah, with it. Yeah, they're done, and then. What happens? Does seller give up? Do they? Yeah. Whatever. It's just not. It's hard to get that bloom back on the road. You got to go back to them and say, hey, I don't earn a commission if both you guys walk. So you guys are going to sit here and work it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's happening again is where the buyer, the seller is like, you work it out, agents, and which is very unusual. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah. that's happening now, too. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, in those scenarios, the buyer is going to experience that maybe once, maybe a couple times. And then they mm-hmm. say, you know what, I've, I'm beating my head against the wall trying to get what I want. You know, ego yeah. got yeah. me, you know, I lost the deal twice because of ego. And then the seller, same thing. I lost the deal twice because of ego. I, you know, dug my feet in. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't that happen quite it's a bit? That it does. Finally, the, like the, the agent who comes in, like you've, you've had success getting listings after they've expired. Oh, expired. I do yeah. expired, yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is with buyers, it's a little bit payback. Like, they went through hell for two years, crying, not getting houses, competing with 10 other people. They're paying back. And they're they're like, I'm glad I didn't buy it. Now I'm in control. I'm not even interested in buying a house. I just want to go into escrow so I can (laughs) mess with you. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's a good use of my time. Exactly. (laughs) Jeez. Sadistic. No. Yeah. I don't know why you came up with that. Do you really think that way? <laughs> don't, don't tell anybody. It's a super secret, okay? Don't tell anyone. It's a cone of silence going on right now, right? <laughs> That's right. The cone of silence. Like Patagon. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, let's see. Okay, when we come back from a break, we're going to ask a couple of trivia. I always say trivia questions. The email questions here. Uh, Patty's going to answer the question about why are cap rates so low in California. Nam's going to answer the question with real estate prices still high. Of course, this person... This email is a couple of weeks old. <laughs> um, can you still make conservative loans? So you have to explain to people, you know, what Pacific Private Money sure. does for a living. Uh, quick mention here also for the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's uh, they've got one of the nicest pools. Really? It's really cool. And it's right downtown, right on Lincoln Avenue, um, uh, down the heart of Calistoga. And they have a special, get this, they got the special midweek special that includes two cocoa massages and one night in a suite for only $479 plus tax. Hmm. So that's pretty good. Two massages and you get to stay there for a night. And you get to swim. And you get to swim, exactly. So they also have a mineral mud bath. You ever done a mud bath? No. No, no I'm not interested. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine you doing a, a mud bath, but I've done it before. It's 
interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but they also have, you know, a therapeutic wellness salt bath. I don't want to imagine you doing that. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. You don't. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but check them out at the mountviewhotel.com. All right. So uh, let's see here. Second trivia question is, what prominent feature is Hello Kitty missing? <laughs> you have to think about the cartoon. I see you have yeah. a young daughter, so yeah, you, you could call her up and ask the question of that. Yeah. So what prominent feature is Hello Kitty missing? You have to, have to be a little kid a or brain. all this stuff. No. Yeah, brain. <laughs> Tooth? No, don't be... Don't, don't answer it now. Okay. Call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. And if the first three callers with the correct answer are going to win the tanning certificate, what prominent feature is Hello Kitty missing? All right. Stay with us. The Best of Investing. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and Nam Fon. Hey, I switched it up a little bit, huh? Nice. Ooh, got I'm you confused. confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, trivia question to answer. What prominent feature is Hello Kitty missing? <laughs> Nam doesn't want to answer because she's missing a mouth. mouth. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nam, quick question uh, comes in. F- uh, says, with real estate prices still so high in California, can you, meaning your company, mm-hmm. still make conservative loans here? Yeah. You know, conservative, it's, it's all relative because no matter what the price is, you know, higher or low, conservative is going to be, you know, how much is the bar bringing to the table? Yeah. How much what, equity? What's your loan to value? What, yeah. What's your loan to value? And and in our case, regardless of the market, you know, we typically cap at seventy percent, which means that the borrower needs to bring in thirty percent down, whether it's actually cash or, you know, equity in another property that we can, um, what we call cross collateralize. Um, that's that. Those opportunities exist in any market. So uh, the answer is yes, we can, still can make conservative loans. And also we have to look at the value and make sure that the value is stable. Um, like, you were, like we were saying in the other segments, right now the market is in transition. So when we're looking at values, are we looking at, you know, we're doing our own analysis. We're not just taking um, the, the borrower's uh, word for it. Um, or the realtors. We're, I mean, we're doing an analysis. We look at trends and we see... You know, in the duration or the term of the loan that they have with us, do we feel prices will drop or, or grow or stay? You know, stay the same. And if we're unsure, we may lower the max LTV yeah. from seventy to sixty-five and say, you know what, we, we're not comfortable at seventy percent because we're not sure where the market's going. So you need to come in with thirty-five percent down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I found over the years. Uh, Believe it or not, a lot of people don't understand what cross collateralize is. You're right, and it's something that that we actually explain a lot of times to mortgage brokers too, loan wow. officers, and and <laughs> realtors, uh, and the actual borrowers. And essentially, I know, pretty simple. We're yeah. taking two pieces of collateral. That's all. Yeah. Collateral mm-hmm. being real estate in this case, yeah, right? Yeah. The you know the collateral in another property or equity, and using that as security. For the property that that uh, they yeah. want to buy, so I so. understand it. But uh, like for a viewer, yeah. so a viewer has say two pieces of property, yes, and they want to buy one, but you're going to look for the, the other one. They owe 
like it's worth two million and they right. owe two hundred thousand. Right. There's yep. a lot of money there. Yep. So you can actually put a lien, a, a loan on their house. Yep. That has to do with the place that they're buying? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's a really interesting stat now that you mentioned it. 30,000 um, homeowners in Marin County, San Francisco, and San Mateo County who have been in their homes for over 15 years and have more than 70% equity. That's oh, a huge yeah. number wow. of people. You could almost equate point. those to boomers, right? A lot of baby boomers yeah. who've been in their homes for a long time. They have a ton of equity in their home and that they, they want to make an, a purchase on another. And the example you just gave is um, is perfect. Mm-hmm. You can we can pull or use the equity they have in their existing home as collateral, mm-hmm. and say this is security for the loan that we're going to make to you on the home that you're buying, which we call the target property. And that's what cross collateralization is. Mm-hmm. It's a way for you to buy a home before you have to sell, um, and then. When you do sell, you're paying us off as private money lenders. You know the rates are a little higher, but it's uh, it's gives you the opportunity to purchase before selling, um, which a conventional bank won't uh, won't do. They won't give you that loan. So we we provide the loan. They sell their departing residence, the one that they currently live in. They pay us down or pay us off. They refinance out of our loan, and then they're uh, in their new home. Mm-hmm. So it's a great product and it's a great opportunity for people to take advantage of because there's 30,000 people who a high percentage of yeah. them will probably be downsizing or moving. And, and the fact that you charge a higher interest rate that's not really the big deal because people are going to be paying the loan off fairly quickly. Right. And you know so when we say high you know we're talking about nine nine and a half but the average duration of our loan is uh, is about five or six months. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not paying, you know, it was a hundred thousand dollars. Twenty loan. years or something. Yeah, you're not paying twenty years. You're you're effectively you're paying like somewhere in the four or five percent because sure. you're only holding the loan for about four or five six months. So. Well, I also understand even if someone holds it longer, why they have to, mm-hmm. because a lot of people are house poor. And ca- not only cash, are, cash poor, ca- well, property rich, excuse me. Yeah. So back to $2 million house, they owe 200,000, but they can't go to a regular lender because right. they don't have the income. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because that stat, that, that 15 plus years in the house, boomers, many of them are on fixed incomes. Yeah. So this is uh, an opportunity for them to purchase before selling and then they can get a conventional and layer mm-hmm. later. The good service you provide. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you? They can call us at 415-883-2150 or go visit us online at www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Pacificprivatemoney.com. All right. Thank you very much, Nam. Uh, Patty, question comes in. Why are cap rates so low in California? Yeah, they really are low. Um, and actually, I can speak f- myself personally. I'm looking at investing right now. And, for example, like a normal cap rate is 4%. That's wow. really low. Well, I remember in Sausalito, someone was saying that there's something sold for a 1.7. Ah. So how is ca- cap rate calculated for, for people who are listening? How do mm-hmm. you calculate a cap rate and say, okay, that's good or, or not good? Yeah. Well, it's based on you know purchase price mm-hmm. and net operating income. So a lot of people, uh, a lot of people just kind of blind eye like, oh, well, it's, I'm buying something for this and I'm getting all this rent. Well, they forget to chunk down taxes, um, yeah. gardener, HOA dues, mm-hmm. you know, utilities or whatever. So it's net operating income when all of those expenses are taken away. And, um, and you know, it's regardless of whether you have a loan on the property. Mm-hmm. So. 
uh, you buy something for a million and your net operating income is, you know, $40,000 a year, right. that's a 40% cap rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it because the uh, prices have gone up so much that the cap rates actually well, yes, so low? Because, it, because it, the it, expenses are more or less staying the same over the period, right? And, and rents may be going up a bit, but it's just the value of the property that, that people are buying. Yeah, because net-net, we've got a really... Like, I'm looking personally myself in Reno, where 6% is a good is a cap rate. Mm. Um, so, Bay Area, we've got one of the net-net most desirable places to live. Right. You know, in, in places that are like, you know... Arkansas. A slum. Yeah. Or, well, or well, I think part of it low is rent district. In, investors are saying, what rate of return am I going to get on my money? Right. So mm-hmm. it's not just the fact of a, a piece yeah, of property went up. Yeah, competition? Yeah. And so that's why, you know, maybe property gets bid up. Tell you what, we're going to go to our third commercial uh, wow. break. Trivia question. I know it goes fast. Yeah. When we come back, now I'm going to ask you for a deal out a week. Sure. Yeah. What historical event is central to the novel A Tale of Two Cities? What historical event is oh. central to the novel A Tale of Two Cities? Remember what did say? Is it the best of times? It was the yeah. worst of times, right? Call 888-912-1190. The first three callers with the correct answer are going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. Don't touch that dial. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark who's not here, <laughs> and Nam Phan, and, and he's here in spirit. Mark Honf is off today, uh, but Nam Phan from Pacific River Money is here, and so is Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Third trivia question was, what historical event is central to the novel A Tale of Two Cities? Thinking of, think of uh, Storming the Bastille. Oh. The French Revolution. Ah, oh, the French yeah. Revolution. Remember the best of times, the worst of times. Mm-hmm. Big thick book. Nobody ever. They just read. celebrated uh, Bastille Day. Yes, they did. Ago. Yeah, last week. You're right. Uh, it's July 14th, I think it is. It is. Yeah, they. You know, storming the Bastille. You know how many prisoners were there? Seven. Seven. Ooh, that's it. Yeah. Are you kidding? It, it's sort of like you've heard of the Boston Massacre. Yeah. Five people died. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. They Drama. must have been important a seven. Well, yeah, or, or in the Boston Massacre, the the uh, population was only 12, so oh. five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, Nam, uh, share a deal of the week because people, you know, they hear your um, comments about, you know, what you do about you yeah. know, people buying a house before selling and all this kind of stuff, 9% interest and all that. Mm-hmm. Give, us a, give us a specific example. So, an example could be one we're actually looking at this week that just came in. Um, a, a couple want to buy acreage in, in the Central Valley. Okay. So if they came to us and said, we, we'd like to buy acreage in the Central Valley of agriculture land and put two homes on it, or there's two homes on it that we want to buy, generally that, that's a loan we probably wouldn't necessarily yeah. do because part of the evaluation for us is if we ever had to take it back, knock yeah. on wood, we, you know, that doesn't happen frequently. But if we did, could we sell it? Because we've got to recoup the capital and pay our investors back. So that alone, generally, if somebody just came to us, we'd say no. But in this case, they, they're a couple that own a rental property in the South Bay. And they have two homes, one that they live in and one that they rent, both in um, the South Bay. And 
they have plenty of equity in each one. And this could be a boomer scenario where they actually have, you know, paid off a large chunk of both of their properties. I think the property they live in, they owe 500 against 1.5. And the other one that they rent is they owe 400 against 1.2. So a lot of equity. Um, that's That's a loan that we'll consider now because we have collateral in desirable areas yeah. at really conservative loan to value. What's the request? How much do they need for this? They need a, a million dollars. Okay. So, and uh, that's probably, I think that's pretty close to asking price for this property in the okay. Central Valley. So, you know, we've got to run the numbers. I think the combined loan to value is somewhere in that, don't have a calculator in front of me and I'm not good at math, but I think it's somewhere <laughs> in the 60s or something like that. So, that's a loan we look at because the collateral in this case is in a desirable area. And they're probably not going to let those properties go. Right. They'll, they'll sell them before they get in trouble. Right. And so yeah. in that case, again, uh, could they go to a bank? Probably not. Yeah. Um, they would come to us. And, and what will happen is they already have one of their homes on the market. I think it's a rental property. They're going to be able to pay us down or pay us off pretty quickly. So that's just something that um, you know comes across their desk all the time, where somebody is just wants to leverage the equity that they have yeah. in their properties. It's smart, smart yeah, buyer. You know, here's the other thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Is um, sometimes if the house is on the market, a bank's not going to want to waste time right. in putting a loan against it. Yeah, you're going to pay us off. Yeah, really well, fast. Yeah, we're, so and, what good is and, this? They, and there's the there's the rub, so to speak, is because generally the points that a bank charges is either zero mm-hmm. or not enough. Right. So it doesn't make worthwhile for them to do a loan that'll be out there for two months or something. Right. At, you know, banks re- rely on borrowers being in the property long enough for them to recoup their investment, and that's why they charge rates. You know, in the threes or fours, they're banking on that borrower paying over a period of time. For us, we're charging more because a Number one, you know, we, we have the flexibility to transact much faster, but there's an opportunity cost for for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are not holding the funds for very long. You know, we're not holding the asset for very long. So people, you know, people may balk at the rate, but then again, like we were saying earlier, it's a lot of times the bridge loans in particular are interest only and there's no prepayment penalty. So they're, we've gotten refinance out of our loan within two weeks hmm. once. So... Um, so, yeah, that's a pretty common one. Um, I think that's the only other deal of the week I've got uh, for you up my sleeve this okay. week. Uh, but you also have uh, – so let's say investor or listeners are thinking, well, that sounds pretty conservative. It's yeah. not risk-free, but it's mm-hmm. conservative. And I'd like to invest with your company. So they can. They can invest in two ways. Um, the primary way is investing in our fund, which is – a mortgage, what's called a mortgage pool fund or mortgage debt fund. It's essentially a portfolio of loans that we make uh, to these borrowers. And in this case, we have about 80 properties in the in the fund, uh, about uh, $50 million, uh, in assets under management. And we have about 200 investors. And where we're charging borrowers, you know, in the nines, investors earn around 7.5%. Okay. So, you know, every month we add new loans to the fund. And we have loans that pay off, but uh, that capital essentially is always working uh, for the investors. The other way to invest is on an individual trustee basis where you're investing in a single property, single uh, loan. And that may pay a little bit higher um, where you know you may be earning 8.5 versus 7.5 if you were in the fund, but you're invested in one property. And also, you're the lender in that case. So if something happens, borrower doesn't pay, 
you're you are responsible for going through the process of getting that property back. and you don't get your interest while it's right. accruing and if you do get paid off then you've got to sit around with your money sitting at one percent let's say in the bank mm. waiting for another deal to come up yeah so yeah. There, there's pros and cons to both yeah and if you get paid off quickly then your your capital's idle until yeah. you find the next opportunity and um so even though eight and a half is better than seven and a half but sure. if eight and a half sits around and at a one percent bank account for a while you're better off in the seven and a half percent exactly yeah. let us do the work and let you focus on other areas yeah. of your life so um, to uh, if you're interested in investing in the fund give us a call at 415-883-2150 again or go to our website www.pacificprivatemoney.com and Patty you would answered the email but we forgot to give out your information oh yeah so I'm um, Patty Cohn C-O-H-N with Compass Real Estate and my phone number is 415-722-4842 and my e- um, excuse me my website is bestmarinagent.com You've been top in the top percentage for how many years now? Honestly, I've been doing this 30 years and after the second year in my business I was top. there. <laughs> and I just don't stop. Yeah. I mean, I, there are people that do better than me, but I don't think there's anyone out there at least in the county I work in have, that have been as consistently every single year for as long as I have been yeah. just doing it. Amazing! You are a wealth of knowledge. So, so you you wrote an article um, that you published recently, right? Uh, in your newsletter, or you, excuse me, your newsletter came out just uh, last week. Yeah, and that has that's all that's all the rich data of comparing like the entire Bay Area and Marin, and you know all of the. I'm happy to send it to anybody. It's really yeah. good data on what's really going on in the market. Yeah, and so if people want that information, how how would they? Um, get, you again? could call, text me, or call me, or email me, and so four one five seven two two forty eight forty two or patty p a t t i dot cone c o h n at compass dot com. And compass is uh, going on quite, quite a tear, aren't they? Wow, really close to being that. the dominant broker in the United States. Hmm. Amazing, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, what sure. what happens when uh, Amazon gets into the Mix because really? they're, they're it's they're changing coming in. yeah yeah it's, it's a, a changing market all right uh, we're gonna go to our next commercial break and no trivia question um, when we come back we're gonna have some closing comments so don't touch that dial the best of investing we'll be right back you're listening to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown for more information visit bestofinvesting.com that's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. No trivia question, but uh, Nam, you have an interesting uh, article. Yeah, we're, during the break, we were just chatting about how um, Patty was mentioning she hasn't seen too many uh, foreign buyers. And I have an article that um, I just saw from Wednesday where it says, Foreign purchases of American homes plunged 36% 
led by Chinese buyers fleeing the market. Mm-hmm. Did they so, say why they were fleeing? Yeah, they said it was well. First, so it's down thirty six percent year over year. This is from two thousand April two thousand eighteen to March two thousand nineteen, and they said it's a confluence of many factors: slower economic growth abroad. So China's had uh, one of their first lowest uh, in 27 years or something like that uh, oh. growth economic wow. growth uh, tighter capital controls within their own country so uh, they're they're, they're putting up more bo- obstacles for foreign investment hmm. and then a stronger US dollar and low inventory of homes for sale in uh, the US I wonder if that's helping to create this you know, not a yeah. seller's market at this point. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then, so uh, let's see. Purchasing $13.4 billion worth of residential real estate was, was purchased by Chinese buyers for this. Uh, and that's the seventh consecutive year that China led, uh, you know, U.S. purchases by foreign, foreign uh, countries wow. or foreign citizens. But it was still 56% down from the prior 12 months. So that's huge. That's yeah. over twenty six, twenty seven billion was was um, spent last year in, in wow. U.S. home purchases. Um, economic growth slowed to six point three percent in two thousand nineteen compared to six point nine in two thousand seventeen. And so, yeah, China uh, China's experienced kind of a slowdown, and uh, because of that, they're pulling back on purchases in the U.S. But I remember the days when there were so many properties, and this is was the case in Canada too, where Vancouver had all of these uh, foreign investments, uh, China buying up homes, and they said you could tell uh, which homes were, were owned uh, from foreign uh, citizens because the lawn, lawns were brown, and they were just using it. Right. They were vacant, and they were just using it as, as parking their money. Yeah, and yeah interesting. And that's yeah. what was happening down in um, <clears throat> Atherton. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pa- parking big money, like $24 million in mm-hmm. a home. Yeah. That is not an investment. You're not, right. they, yeah. they just left it there. Well, and they, it changed they wanted the, to get the money out of the country. Right? Yes, right. that's right. Yeah. And it really changed the complexion of neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're in a high-end neighborhood and there's six homes on the block and in Atherton and they're all average of like 18 million and two of them are just, or three of them are just sitting there. So, yeah. but I, I can tell you, I have not seen a lot of foreign buyers in the last year or so at all. You're still seeing a lot of your buyers coming from San Francisco? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm seeing more and more like inter-county moves, <laughs> like just move up, move down for whatever okay. reason or leaving the state. People are leaving the yeah, state. They're yeah. going to Reno. They're going wherever. Who wants yeah. to go to Reno, though? I know. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and to you Reno listeners there, we love Reno. Yeah. We love Reno. <laughs> but I mean, it's, you know, it's too hot in the summer. It's too cold in the winter. Yeah. Well, it's also um, back to, in, no, it's not no Vegas. Taxes. No tax, no income taxes. Right. Yeah. And it's also, a, they're going because it's also a good investment. Mm-hmm. Reno's a good investment. It's growing. Yeah. It's growing yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, Tesla's there. Yeah. The and, Gigafactory. Uh, we were talking earlier before, Sacramento's growing quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sacramento's low. I mean, the prices are low. There's a long yeah. way to go. Yeah. 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 I was looking at, um, th- at this one deal in Murrieta, which is... Where's that? Up down, there, Sacramento? Ran, no, off, huh? like, like Rancho Near, Mirage. Uh, yeah, like Palm Springs area. Yeah. And... I mean, these houses, some of them are beautiful, and they're going for like $160 a foot. Wow. So you're getting this, you know, 4,500-square-foot house for $700,000. Wow. All right. I mean, well, I've got a gorgeous home down there, and it's a, oh. um, it's a rental, and it's in a f- over 55 community. It's beautiful, and it's only worth like 400 Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Okay. Thanks again for joining us on The Best of Investing. Thoughts for today. When you open a bag of cotton balls, <laughs> is the one on top supposed to be thrown away? 
Oh, yeah. You know, I always throw it away. Right? You know, just like uh, aspirin, right? Huh. And when sign makers go on strike, is anything written on their signs? Or they went on strike, so they're not even writing anything on their signs. Funny, huh? Funny. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.